talk about this beatitude in Matthew chapter 5. And it reads, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. At first glance, it seems to me that grace and mercy are similar and overlap. But Paul in 1 Timothy 1 2, 2 Timothy 1 2, and Titus 1 4 draws a distinction. Grace, mercy, and peace from them, from the God, the Father of Christ Jesus our Lord. We arrive at this point in Beatitudes after defining how a man must present himself spiritually bankrupt as a sinner to God and then be filled with the righteousness of the Spirit. Now he or she who is at this point becomes progressively transformed can develop those traits or habits of spiritual life in regards to others. The text reads, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. But that can be read incorrectly. It does not mean that you are required to be merciful before you can receive mercy. The meaning is, because you have received mercy, you can now show mercy. So what is mercy, or rather, what does a a merciful person look like? Mercy comes from the heart that has come to mourn over its sin a heart that has learned to wait meekly for the timing of the Lord and to cry out for hunger and hunger for the work of his mercy. Mercy comes from mercy. Our mercy to each other comes from God's mercy to us. The way of becoming a merciful person is to become a broken person. You get the power to show mercy from the real feeling in your heart that you everything you are and must share divine mercy. A good example of the mercy and its opposite is found in the parable of the Good Samaritan in Luke 10, 25 through 37. Jesus challenged by a lawyer about eternal life draws the appropriate answer of loving God and the neighbor. Then Jesus answered that the person who will receive mercy of eternal life are those who have loved God with all their hearts and their neighbor as themselves. Well, the lawyer asked, who is my neighbor? And Jesus answered with the parable of the Good Samaritan in verses 30 through 37. Then the question, which of the three do you think proved neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? And the lawyer said, well, the one who showed mercy to him. And Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. In this parable, there are four dimensions. First, it seems to stress, it sees to stress, like in verse 33, a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and he saw him. Second, it responds eternally with, from a heart of compassion or pity towards a person of distress. Verse 33, when he saw him, he had compassion on him. Third, it responds extremely, externally, with a practical effort to relieve the distress Verse 33, he went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring oil and wine, and set him on his own beast and brought him on the inn and took care of him. And the fourth dimension of mercy is that it happens even when the person in distress is by religion and or race an enemy. The eye for distress, a heart of pity, an effort to help in, in spite of enmity, that's mercy. 
But if you know the gospel of the kingdom, that is, if you know the good news that the kingdom has already come and is now at work gathering people for the kingdom, then you will know that our becoming merciful is a work of God's royal mercy. That is the point of Matthew 18.33. The king said, And should not you have mercy on him, your fellow man, as I had mercy on you? God's prior mercy enables us to be merciful. The powerful mercy of the kingdom has already come in Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. The attitudes are an announcement of how fortunate people are who already possess the power of the kingdom. You might say, blessed, blessed, and fortunate are you that have the kingdom's power at work with you. For you will inherit the kingdom with all its infinite pleasures forever and ever. The Beatitudes are an announcement that people like that are very blessed and very fortunate. The Beatitudes also contain an implicit invitation to become this kind of person. The disciples sit at Jesus' feet and hear his words as congratulations. Oh, how fortunate you are, my dear brothers. How fortunate you are to be chosen of God to have your eyes open, to to be drawn to the Savior, to be poor, mourning, meek, hungry, merciful, pure, and peaceable. Rejoice. Rejoice and give thanks, my beloved disciples, that you are this kind of person, for it is not your own doing. It is the reign of God in your life. So the disciples hear the Beatitudes as words of celebration about the work of God in their lives. I will close with a direct quote from Donald G. Barnhouse's book, God's Discipline. And I quote, All the mercy that God ever will have on man, he has already had when Christ died. This is the totality of mercy. There could not be any more. The fountain is now flowing, and it flows freely. End of quote. The Lord bless and keep you. Make it a day full of mercy.